So it's confirmation weekend. A lot of times for the sermon, we'll do a little sketch. We call them vignettes, so it's a takeoff on the gospel lesson. Uh, that's what we're going to do. You can see I'm wearing something that says uh, Qatar Airways on the front. I don't know if I said that perfectly, uh, but that'll be close. Uh, I think that's all you need to see, and that also happens to be the title of this particular little sketch. I don't think you need any other introduction other than that. Let's see where it goes. John, what's with the shirt? Oh, sure. It's not a shirt. It's a, it's a jersey, but how do you like it? Uh, new. Still got the tags. I, I'm not sure. I, I think I need, like, uh, interpretation. Uh, well, it's kind of a mock-up of the future Unity Lutheran Church at Cross of Life campus jersey. But don't limit yourself just to jerseys. I mean, just think merchandising in general. Uh. John, I, I, I really wasn't aware that we needed church jerseys. Well, like I said, I don't know if we just need jerseys, but it's always a good place to start. So, I mean, you know, the, the future is merchandising, even in churches, Sharon. And, and this is an example of cross-platform advertising. So I, I took the most recognizable jersey in the world, FC Barcelona, uh, <clears throat> Neymar, Messi, Suarez, I mean, like the most talented players in the world. And I just did what they did. I kind of fixed it up a little bit. And then, you know, they're at the point where they're so good that they, they don't have to put Football Club Barcelona on. They just put FCB on. So someday we're going to have a little tag on here, and it's going to be ULC at COL. It's just going to be so awesome. It's just going to raise our visibility all over the place. Uh, you know, Jen, I, I, I'm not really sure about that. All I can see with your jersey is Qatar Airways. Well, I mean, if you watch any soccer anywhere around the world, that's all you see on any of the major club uniforms. They've got their main sponsor on the front, and, and you know, that's what we're going to do. We'll, we'll line it up with Qatar Airways, maybe somebody even bigger. I mean, uh, and, and then they become our major sponsor. It's great for the church budget, great for visibility, and, and it's just going to be the start of all sorts of other deals. Deals? Oh, we're talking deals here, Sherry. Once you get done with the jersey, then it's time for naming rights. I mean, just naming start thinking about rights. Think about the nursery. It's going to be the Kimberly Clark Huggies Nursery. Oh. It's going to be awesome. And then just for you, I'm going to negotiate this one just for you. Think Fellowship Hall. It's going to be the Panera Fellowship Hall. You'll feel so at home. And the sanctuary, we got to go really big with the sanctuary. So uh, we've got a lot of health and wellness ministries here, recovery ministries. So I, I think we'll have to link that to like a healthcare organization. John! You, you know that our members are, are, work at all of our local healthcare organizations. We can't just favor one over the other. Wow. Man, that's really good business. Oh. Thanks, thanks. Okay, so we're going to have to go out of market for that one. We're going to have to go with somebody who's trying to make a new national splash. I just read about this. Um, I, here's the sanctuary. It's going to be the Emory University Tropical Diseases Research Center Sanctuary at Unity Lutheran Church Cross Life Campus. That just comes off the tongue perfectly. <sighs> John. Sherry. John. Sherry. You yeah. are making no sense. I'm doing fine. This is confirmation weekend. Yeah. We have See visitors here yeah. who have no idea what's going on right now. Who have no idea a what a harsh. vignette is. We have members here who don't even know what's going on in this vignette. Oh, that's all harsh too, but... We have this wonderful class of confirmation Absolutely. students... Absolutely. Look at them over there. ...who need our best attention right now. 
Sherry, I, I'm just trying to like help out the church budget. And also, honestly, I think what I just did is an absolute spot-on modernization of the gospel lesson and Jesus' parable. Okay, last time I checked, I'm pretty sure the church budget is okay. And as for this parable, I'm not so sure that that is spot-on. Oh, no, it's spot-on because Jesus was being sarcastic. What? No! Not Jesus! Jesus is not sarcastic! Calm down. He's a great storyteller. He makes use of any storytelling device at his disposal, including sarcasm. <sighs> okay. Fine. Okay. Fine. So, yeah, yeah. Let's just. So all he's doing in the parable is he's doubling down. He's doubling down on stuff he's already said, and about the next parable he's going to tell, specifically Luke chapter sixteen, verses nineteen to thirty-one, where he, he keeps telling people, if you get hooked up on material stuff, it's it's going to doom your soul. Nothing's worse for for your spirit than than being uh, overly focused on material stuff. That's all true, but I don't see how that has to do with church naming rights and jerseys. Oh, it does. I'm getting to that. You know, what would probably be helpful is, so all of these other parables that he tells, there's usually one, like, hero, somebody who has it right, somebody who realizes that money, money, money is not going to be the answer, and that neighbor and God are, except... Except this one. You're right, except for this one. This one doesn't have any heroes in it. Just to quickly recap, there is a dishonest manager who's stealing from his boss. His boss finds out, fires him. But his boss is so incompetent that he doesn't know how much his customers owe him. So he says to the dishonest manager, you want to tell me how much everybody owes me? So this gives the dishonest manager another chance to be dishonest. And so he goes ahead and cuts what everybody owes his master so that they will welcome him after he's been fired. When his boss finds out about that, Instead of throwing him in jail, he hires him back and says, you're going to work for me so you can rip other people off the way you just ripped me off. And then, that's not even the sarcasm. Then he gets to the sarcasm. Really? Really, because the last thing Jesus says is, you know, people scheme. People do stuff that's edgy and they'll run circles around us every once in a while as the people of God. If you want to be one of them, hang out with them, and eventually you all get to hang out together in the eternal habitations, which is a nice biblical way of saying you're going to rot in hell together. <laughs> that sounds pretty harsh. Uh, but that's how we know it's sarcasm, because we know everything about Jesus is for the life of the world, his life and his death. He wishes nothing of destruction on people, and, and, and yet that doesn't top, stop him from telling a parable with a little edge on it. And he's just saying, if you decide for yourself all your life, you're going to end up alone. <sighs> okay, I'll give it to you. That the whole selling the church thing to the highest marketer, bitter, is not a Jersey. bad modernization of this parable. Thank you. But newsflash, so. it's confirmation weekend. Yes, it is. Don't you think we should say something specifically directed to this class? Yes, we should. Who's going first? Why don't you go first? <laughs> Woohoo! Been waiting two years for this. <laughs> Confirmation class of 2016, I'm talking to you. What should I say about this class? Parents, just hold your, just hold your, hold your input. Here's what I'm going to say to you. You are the best class ever. You are the best behaved class ever. You are the most attentive class ever. You are the class most likely to get the attention of the adults in your immediate vicinity ever. 
Uh, you are correct, Pastor John, about that last statement yes, that am. you said. Are uh, you still standing by the others? I absolutely do. You are the best class ever because I think what people forget about a lot of times when they're talking about Jesus is, is they, I think, think he's talking about the past or even the present, and he's not. He's always talking about who we can be. So, when we say that this class is the best class ever, or when we say it about any class, what we really we mean is that you can be the best class ever. Emphasis on class. In other words, you know, when you're a follower of Jesus, I, I think another thing people confuse is they think you just kind of do that by yourself, your individual relationship. You don't. I mean, you're always part of something bigger than yourself. You need a community, in this case, a class. And we're the body of Christ. Jesus called 12 disciples, not just one. And so, we can make a difference oh. in the world when we work together, right? Not alone. So you're the best class ever, but you got to want it. Uh, so you got to replace the seniors who just graduated. Uh, they're a pretty awesome group because they served all over the place, Serenidians, El Salvador, uh, in this sanctuary. Uh, they were singing, doing music. Um, and I think the coolest thing, <laughs> Guitar Airways is just not going to cooperate. Thank you very much. Uh, I think the coolest thing about them is that half of them, after, as graduated seniors, still went on the Boundary Waters trip. They just wanted to be together. They were a community. So it was, it was really cool. You know, there are going to be so many things in high school that are going to pull you in different directions. They're going to want to pull you away from this place. But Jesus' people, they're just there for each other. They look out for one another. They support one another. They're simple, unassuming, not about cross-product advertising or naming rights. If you want to make a difference, if you want to be remembered, then be the best class ever. But don't just do it for your sakes. Do it for his sake. Nice job of working the cross-promotional platform advertising thing in there. <sighs> but it's true, if they're going to be the best class ever, it's something they do for Jesus and for others and beyond. And you can be the best confirmation class ever. You can be. Um, so don't get us wrong. I mean, we really hope you're healthy and you're wealthy and you're blessed. So use a little of it. Use the best of it. For others, if you do that, you'll be the richest people ever. And you will be the best confirmation class ever. Of course, best is a little hard to define every once in a while, Sherry. Ah, yeah, you're right. But you know what? In Jesus, we take on his identity. And then it's better to try and strive for the best and then be the best than to lament and say, I'm the worst. Nice. Wow, Sherry, you said that so well. You're the best. <laughs> Correction, John. In Christ, we can be the best. We can be the best. Uh, and with this vignette, we can also be done. done.